Putting on a live performance or an artistic event is a great way for village and community halls to draw in visitors. But where do you find the talent? Hi everyone, I'm Johnny Thompson and welcome once again to the Village Halls podcast sponsored by Allied Westminster, the UK's largest specialist provider of village hall insurance and the home of Village Guard. Now we all have a bit of performing art, whether it's a a play, a stand-up comic, contemporary dance or a photography exhibition. And, And in Britain there's no shortage of talented people out there. But finding them and arranging for them to perform in small rural communities can be a bit of a task. However, there is help out there for village halls wanting to put on such events. And today I'm joined by Holly Lombardo and Steffi Jessup, who are both from the National Rural Touring Forum and who will be telling us about how they work with halls in rural communities to help put on wonderful shows and events. Hi, Holly and Steffi. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Johnny. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to be here. Now, Holly, let's begin by talking about the National Rural Touring Forum, or NRTF. Uh, What is it your organisation does, and, and, and perhaps more importantly, why do you do it? Thank you. The NRTF, the National Rural Touring Forum, has been running for 25 years now, and we've just had our 25th birthday. And it's a it's a charity uh, that is also a national portfolio organisation, which is the regularly funded organisation of Arts Council England. Um, okay. And we're set up to network and support high quality and innovative work going into rural communities um, across the whole country. Um, so we've got over 500 members uh, and they range from rural touring schemes, which are the arts development agencies and programming hubs of rural tours. Um, and there's 30 of them across the country. And uh, basically the schemes are the organisations that they don't live in a venue and they operate in their surrounding villages, um, rural, t- but also rural towns, small towns, but the most important thing is that they're really seated at the heart of those communities that they reside. Um, we've also got promoters, we call them, who are the people and groups who host the shows and the events and the artists yeah. in the spaces. These can be anywhere from libraries to pubs, outdoor spaces, community centres, uh, schools, but we really are probably best known for village hall touring. And also, importantly, we have artists as members and some producing houses as well, arts organisations, festivals and creative groups. So uh, we really are, we're set up to kind of support that ecosystem uh, that delivers these high quality um, experiences in the communities. Yeah, you can bring all bring all these groups and, and people together. And what, what's your role, Holly, at, at, at NRTF? Sorry, yeah, I'm the director of the NRTF. So we're a very small team. Uh, we really are just uh, the equivalent of two full-time members of staff. So there's myself as director. Steffi is our communications manager. And we've got a project manager and a finance manager as well. But we are, uh, we're based, we, we've always worked remotely, even before uh, COVID. So we're based all over the country. All four of us are in different places, uh, which sort of echoes the the membership and the organisation. Yeah. And Steffi, tell me what you, what, what you do at, uh, at NRTF. 
so at NRTF, I'm the communications manager, which is a grand sounding title. So that ranges from everything <laughs> from shouting nationally about the work that all our members do to communicating with those members and people that want to find out more about rural touring. So I give a lot of advice directly to artists and to village halls and other venues that are interested in finding out more about how they can work within rural touring. Yeah, and, and Holly mentioned um, the 30 regional touring schemes that form part of uh, of your network. And I understand you're, you're part of one of those as well, yeah? Yeah, so I also am the creative producer for Spot on Lancashire, which is Lancashire's rural and library touring network. And yeah, we are responsible for putting on professional performances and other arts events in rural venues and other community spaces across Lancashire. So I guess at that level, that's where a lot of the interaction between the artists, the performers and the village and community halls, for example, takes place, yeah? Yeah, so the rural touring schemes are the people that are on the ground um, within locations that are really making those shows and performances happen, along with their um, promoters and their venues and the artists. And then the NRTF is kind of the national body that supports that and fills in the gaps and finds those extra projects to help wonderful around uh, how many rural venues overall and would you say that you work with and i take it the spread you you mentioned holly before about the 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 spread all throughout the uk yeah they are yes um we we use well village halls i know that we use about a thousand well our members use about a thousand village halls and that makes up about 10 percent of all village halls in the country so one that's a lot but also there's obviously a lot who aren't yet using this network to program although it doesn't mean they're not programming performances they're just not yet involved in the nrtf and the local schemes but um there's hundreds and hundreds thousands of spaces across the country and they change um you know sometimes one village hall will take up one event or two or we might find a new library space that steffi mentioned projects there's a project run by uh, a scheme in the southeast creative arts east and applause rural touring called the in crowd project which is about taking spoken word into pubs and so there's new spaces opening up all the time in 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 pubs and public houses and things like that. So that's really exciting. And it's taking work to a new audience, potentially. And then we've also got the TAIL project, which is touring arts in libraries. And that's run by the NRTF. And that is also about sort of opening up new work in new spaces. And importantly, as a kind of the artists and the performers have to be very adaptable to kind of turning up and finding how to fit in, how to fit their work and their piece into uh, the space that's being provided, which every time they travel somewhere on a rural touring uh, circuit will be completely different to the place they went before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's obviously put a lot of effort into getting performers and artists out there in the rural community. So, so tell me, why do you believe access to the arts in these places is is so important? So there are 
there's lots of barriers to those living in the countryside um, to access live art and culture. And really the NRTF and the network is uh, addressing some of those, which can be anything from kind of financial and traveling to large cities and in big institutions is it costs a lot of money, not just for tickets, but the travel, possibly accommodation, the time it takes to get to these larger theatres it could be a barrier um, and the distance you know people maybe don't want to travel 60 miles to see a show and then there's the social as well so not feeling that larger venues and cult- cultural institutions are for them or they don't feel welcome or it's not not somewhere they feel particularly comfortable so there's all sorts of barriers and rural touring is about leveling out those opportunities and access to the top quality creative experiences which we keep talking about and to shows for those who live in rural spaces and rural yeah. areas and Steffi, give me give me a sense of the diversity and, and the variety of the performers and, and and artists that you work with yeah so i mean we're not afraid of taking on an adventure and um, when it comes to rural touring so you have the way it works is that a scheme that covers an area so as i said we cover lancashire um, and a lot of the schemes tend to cover sort of county lines. We go and we find out who's touring, where are they going, what dates are there available. And we put together a menu of those professional shows that we then put out to all the venues that we work with. And they can choose the shows which works best for their community and their village hall and their incredibly biz- busy venue diary. And yeah. on that menu, we we do want something for everyone. So... We have everything from music, theatre, family work. We've done circus. We do contemporary dance. We've done installations where artists take over a village hall for a whole day. Um, Basically, anything that you would find in any major arts venue in any city or urban centre, you will find happening also in village halls, thanks to rural touring. Yeah, And any well-known talent or... Anyone who perhaps started off rural touring and then went on to become a, a, a famous name on TV or anything like that? Well, I think it works both ways. Um, we find in our cast that there were people that you will recognise from um, soaps on TV or um, British drama. And um, you also find that it works the other way. So people will be watching TV and they will suddenly spot someone that they had in their village hall. I mean, that's the life of most performers, really, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. And we have a lot of champions as well of rural touring. So Ian McMillan, Kate Fox, um, Holly had a whole conversation with Miranda Hart, I believe, about village halls as well. <laughs> yeah, um, these are great spaces where a lot of people that go on to work in the arts and performances, it's where they cut their teeth. It's where they maybe started off in their local community players group. I did. That's how I ended up working in the arts. Um, <laughs> and rural touring is just a part of that um, circuit. And I've forgotten the word that I want to use, but it's just a part of that life of performances. And we treat the village hall just as much as we would treat any London theatre or big arts venue. We expect the same high quality level of performance for all our audiences. But I guess that the experience of a live performance or, or an exhibition in a village hall can can be a lot different from those much larger city centre venues, right? Yeah, it's much more personal and 
intimate. There's no hiding. Um, And one of the things that we say a lot is that if you're going to a theatre or a performance venue, you're going to visit the artist. You're going to their space where they feel very much in control and they know all the ins and outs of that building and you only tend to see one room. And you go and you sit in the dark and you might have a drink at the interval, but chances are once the curtain closes, you leave and go home for the night. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a village hall, we're asking the artists to visit the community and visit the audience in their space. And our community promoters, so might be the um, village hall committee, they'll often cook a hot meal for the performer before their show and sit down all together and chat and get to know one another. Um, the performers will often stay behind after the show and have a drink in the bar with the audience. And it's one of the things that people that are on the circuit performing absolutely love about rural touring because when do you normally get a chance to truly go and speak to your audience? And when normally as an audience member, do you get a chance to really find out how did this performer end up becoming a world-class violinist or how did they get into acting? Um, And it really, it all comes together. It's very equal. There's no, this is my space or your space. It's, we just all want to find out more about each other. And it's also one of the places where in that village hall audience, there are people there that didn't, that came along and had no idea what it was they were coming to. They came along to support the village hall or to see their neighbours or because our promoter told them to. And because of that, you get an audience that might not consider themselves to be theatre people, really truly engaging with the work and talking to the performers afterwards. It's quite special in that way. Yeah, I, I, I guess, Holly, that's one of the one of the great things about it, isn't it? It's, it's a great opportunity to attract all kinds of visitors yeah. to your to your village hall um, it, it, and, and yeah, a variety because you can attract a younger audience or, or, or people from much further afield, for example. Yeah, you do. You find um, a whole family is coming to shows, which is, you know, it's not always the same in a black box urban space. You, you might get two people deciding to come buy tickets, whereas it's a whole family outing quite often in a village hall. But, you know, it's not all—it's not for everyone, village uh, hall touring. It's not for all artists. They have to be prepared for that immediate feedback. Yeah. Um, and th- there's a lot of training happens across the country. So we um, we run artist labs at NRTF, so the art and but also so do lots of schemes across the country uh, just to make sure it's very important that artists understand the complete nuances of touring into these spaces before they attempt to, to kind of crack on with a tour across the country because it is very different, as Steffi was saying, to um, a black box theatre where you have got the the fourth wall and you're you're disconnected from your audiences a little bit. Um, but this one, you are very much much amongst them and yeah. with them, and that's the beauty of it. It's a different kind of feedback altogether, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not magic. just applause. It's <laughs> no. almost um, like a, a fine no. toothpick, I would imagine, at times. Absolutely, yeah, yeah quite yeah. often. And uh, being being so local, this must also encourage people uh, in rural areas to perhaps sample something they may never have tried before, which is also a wonderfully positive thing as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we've got a statistic from our last pre-COVID <laughs> um, survey from across the country, and it's something like 50% of our audience members have been to 
a rural touring event in their village hall at least once before in the previous 12 months. I mean, most people probably don't go to the theatre that often for all those reasons that Holly said before. And people go back because they are excited to see what's coming next. They're excited to try something new. And it takes a lot of the risk out of out of going and giving something a try because at the end of the night, even if you didn't love the show or it ends up not being quite your cup of tea, you know that it's been people at the top of their game performing, but also yeah. you've still had a really good night out within your community. And it's it's funny how these things can sometimes become your absolute passion. Uh, yet previously, before you ever sampled it, you, you might have been doing it down. I, I don't know. It it can be surprising when when you open yourself up to to these things. And I think that's the great yeah. thing about about what you do is really you're really taking this out there into the heart of uh, of rural communities and, and and encouraging people to to try stuff that, like I said, would maybe never thought of trying before. Yeah, absolutely. We, we we have some um, anecdotal feedback on on that from a project called the Rural Touring Dance Initiative, which has been a partnership project with organisations like the Place in London, um, with Take Art, which is a scheme on the south coast, with China Plate and and uh, various others as well. And one of the statistics, and it sounds a bit cliche, but it is one of our responses was there was a farmer um in rural Cumbria who was who didn't they said that they didn't you know it's contemporary dance it's not yeah. in the his in his sphere of things that he would go to but he came along because it was in the local village hall and now he's a real contemporary dance fan yeah. and you think and he'll seek it out now as well so it's that kind of is that kind of anecdote and those kind of real life changing moments for people when they get to see, we, you know, we can't underestimate rural audiences and their want for professional quality work coming to their areas. They, people in rural areas really love good work as well as people who live of in course. cities. So yeah. we don't underestimate the audiences in rural spaces and they have every right to see uh, some of the best quality contemporary dance in the country as people who live in London. Um, and that was one of the, that's why we set up um, the Rural Touring Dance Initiative. And it's just one of many projects in that style and interventions that happen uh, through rural touring. Yeah. Wonderful. Now, Steffi, as Holly mentioned at the at the beginning, there are there are a lot of halls out there that are already aware um, of of your work, but there's there's still many who are, who clearly don't know about you and 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 what you can bring to their rural communities. So, if there are any halls out there who are wanting to put on more events, uh, what should they do, and and where can they find more information? Yeah, so. I mean, um, the statistic that Holly said at the top of the recording about there have been a thousand village halls, that's a thousand that take a show in a year. Um, So that's um, not to say that there are an awful lot more that know about it, but there's only so many shows to go around and so much funding as well. Um, (laughs) But I guess if you are sat there thinking, I have never heard of this before, and there will be people that haven't heard of it before, on our website, which is uh, ruraltouring.org you can see a button on the home page that says browse all schemes and you will find your local rural touring scheme from that page I mean they're the people to go and talk to if you're really interested in putting on a show in your venue 
There are one or two areas in the country that aren't quite covered by a scheme, um, mm. in which case, please get in touch with us because we can link you up in other ways, whether that's because a professional touring group have got dates spare where they can fit in an extra tour or whether it's because we know of another project in that area that can help we always try and point people in the right direction and a, and a final word of encouragement for for village halls and rural communities from you holly yes so um we also work with acre who uh, some of the village halls will know and they run a yeah. uh, a week called village halls week which normally at the end of january so uh, that is another space to celebrate um the work that village halls do and the we always have a kind of performance day in that um it is you know there is like Steffi said there are waiting lists for some halls but the, but there are ways to also get work if you're not working with a scheme so there's lots of artists on our website as well uh, that they can browse and, and our artist members who mostly have done some kind of rural tour um, but a word of encouragement it's a it's brilliant it's a great organization to be part of and the shows are really good quality and at the moment there's nothing more important than community engagement and getting people together again in what whether audiences and they're helping out as volunteers um, they're feeding or looking after the artists when they arrive you know there's there's a way for the community to get involved in rural touring um, and it, it's really great yeah. Yeah, we were starved of that for so long and there must be a great thirst for it out there now. Yeah, tremendous. Well, thank you both so much for for coming on today. I think think what you do is fantastic because, you know, I imagine there are many people out there who absolutely love the performing arts but may find it difficult to, to access. And also what you do really helps halls to put on something different in in the rural community as well so so thanks for yeah. everything you do at nrtf thanks Thank for you. having thanks us for having us. Yeah. yeah no it's been it's been lovely chatting with you both thank you and you mm-hmm. and and that brings us to the end of this episode uh keep submitting your entries to our wonderful villages awards there's five awards all together including an unsung heroes and young persons award so keep them coming in as you could win a £1,000 for your local village church or community hall. You can find more information about the wonderful Village Awards on our website. Many thanks to our headline sponsor and specialist insurance provider, Allied Westminster, for making our podcast possible and whose services you can discover more about at villageguard.com and to online booking system provider, Hallmaster, who also sponsor our podcast and can be found at hallmaster.co.uk. You've been listening to the Village Halls podcast, a unique listening community for Britain's village, church and community halls and anyone interested in the vital community services they provide. We'll be back again soon with another episode. Please visit thevillagehallspodcast.com to subscribe, sign up for updates, link through to our social media pages and to find out more. Until the next time, goodbye for now.